microphone for some reason when you put it off to the side the head blurs and it looks like it's in the witness protection program <laughs> or like maybe it's something obscene <laughs> I'm a child. That's so funny. I can't hear you. Nope. What is that noise? <laughs> Harrison's making the stupidest noise. This is fun. Ah, I heard something. Because I turned the microphone on. <laughs> perfect. That's perfect. Yeah, I can hear that sniffing. It's like a... It's ridiculous. He's so... What is he up to? Well, he's always been dramatic. And then lately, he's just making a lot of, like, overly dramatic old man noises. Like, he'll be laying down and he'll just be like... Like, he'll just start doing that. And you're like, what? We're starting out hot with just an animal report. Yeah, here's my animal report. I sent you a picture for our animal report. (laughs) Oh, you did? Mm Mm-hmm. What's this? Oh, no. That's where my cat likes to hang out now. (laughs) That's the road, in case you can't tell. Yeah, but wait a second. I thought your cat was a different color. Did I see? No, he was just very fat. Now he's skinny. That's the same cat, Amy? Yes. This is Johnny Christmas. Yeah, that's him. Amy, this cat is not the same cat that I saw when I came to your house at that party that one time. No, I know. He's a skeleton. He's a shell of himself. He, doesn't he look <laughs> like he's been run over on that one picture? Yes, and why is he laying in the middle of the road? That's where he likes to lay. He's standing by the front door right now and wants to go out there. I think he's trying to kill himself, Maya. <laughs> <laughs> Amy. And frankly, I'm not trying to stop him. He's doing so many naughty things. <laughs> he is one fifth the size, I'm going to say, maybe more. He's one fifth the size he used to be. Jesus. But you can notice that when he's laying in the road, his loose skin sort of pools around him. <laughs> so he literally looks like he's been run over. Oh, my God. <laughs> What do your neighbors think? They're probably like, oh, no, that cat's dead. And then it starts moving around. And like, I'm trying I... not to let him out there. Austin was like, I'm going to let um the cat kitty out. I'm like, no, don't. He goes right to the road and lays in the road. He And you know what's funny is he's laying like on this crack that they filled. I know. He's a freak, Maya. I don't know what to say. I guess I shouldn't be complaining about Harrison's dramatic old man noises. No, because he's peeing in the house and he's pooping in the house. Yesterday, he pooped right in front of me, Maya. He looked at me and pooped in the floor. Do you need the pet psychic? Do we need to? No, get to- I need the freaking at home <laughs> euthanasia department. Oh my God. I'm serious. I'm done with this. He's 14. He's losing weight. We don't know why. How about we just end it? (laughs) And let's start this episode. Here's this theme song. Uh Uh-oh. I lost it. I lost it, Abe. I lost it. That was going to be such a good transition, too. The hot transition. Oh, I forgot about this. (laughs) Yeah, we have the Quaalude version. I forgot. (laughs) Oh my god, I want to record you doing that. Amy's 
can barely hold my head up because I have too many quaaludes starting after dark. <laughs> oh, this is so long. <laughs> it's so long. Oh my god. Oh wow, okay. Someone was real down when they composed this. Jeez, so down. Oh boy. Oh boy. That's okay. the kind of thing you listen to and afterwards you ask the person, are you okay? Exactly. Is everything okay? Is everything okay with you? <laughs> Not sounding right. <laughs> oh man! So we started out hot with some animal reports. Yeah. Do I need to have this closer to my face? He says yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the face that goes with it. We should just be recording this. Oh, it's great. It's so great. I did little to no preparation for this, so I'm just gonna open up my notes. Neither did I, but you know what, Maya? We haven't been together in so long I know. that this is like a reunion of sorts. You've been booked solid, man. I've been booked solid, double booked, triple booked, solid, solid, solid family stuff, Maya. Family. Family, family, family. It's a lot of family stuff. Yep. You had like a graduation party and a wedding and a bat mitzvah, like all in the same. I literally <laughs> had two parties that were from all different sides of family on one day. But in a different... Out of town. <laughs> it was crazy, but also kind of awesome that it worked out that we could do both things. But like, yeah, it was wild. Okay. Uh, I-, I got some stuff. I got some stuff. Oh, Amy, let's talk about... Since we t- were talking about your cat, let's do another animal report. Okay, let's do it. Uh, I texted you the other day. About the new business opening up in New Hope. Oh, I know what we can do. What? I can bring Kitty there. Okay. In a bag <laughs> to pretend I'm a patron and then let him out and then just leave. Well, I I don't think it's a place where you bring your cat. I know, Maya, but I could do it. <laughs> You're just going to aban- abandon your cat at Cafe Meow, the cat cafe? Yeah. Can I just... Maya, tell me how this came about. Tell me how you're never going to go there. I'm so allergic to cats, but also... I know. Yuck. I've heard of this before, and like... We are Minnesota's... I'm surprised that we're doing this. Okay, I'm going to read this to you. We are Minnesota's first cat cafe. Okay? Uh, Tyler read this to me the other day, and it was like, how many cats? It was a ridiculous amount, first of all. Tyler read me a story story yesterday about someone living in a car with 40 cats. And I was like, what? what? And they had given away 13 cats. So they had like 60. What kind some... of car was this? A conversion van? <laughs> what kind of car was it, babe? It was a minivan. Oh, okay. <laughs> I act like that's fine. <laughs> like, that's, oh, that's oh, totally okay, reasonable. Then. That's fine, then. So the cafe and the cat part are like separate. And then... What you do is you can go in the cafe. It's like a regular coffee shop. And then the cat part, you have to pay to get into. And what? You, yeah. And you can <laughs> look that you're outraged by that. And then you <laughs> you can all the cats are adoptable. Okay. This is the perfect place for Kitty. Oh, your dog wants to go visit those cats. I, I don't know if he's really enjoying the cat. I mean, he might. He He doesn't have like he's indifferent to cats. He doesn't have a problem. Unless a cat has a problem with him. Um, 
Yeah, what are we thinking? And isn't this going in the strip mall over by Frankie's? <laughs> yes, it is going in the strip mall by Frankie's Pizza. Maya, what are you thinking about this whole thing? Well, I wanted to read you... Okay, the okay. I gotta read you this, and then I'll tell you what I think. But I want to hear okay. your take, too. The cat lounge experience starts at the top of each hour. There are anywhere from 10 to 20 cats in the lounge at any time. 10 to 20 cats. I don't... That's like too many for me. All the cats are from our local no-kill rescue partners and are up for adoption. If you you don't you do not have to come with the intent of adopting. Our cats love visitors who just stop by for any reason. <laughs> That's a weird way to put that. By visiting... That was all extremely strange. Whoever wrote that. <laughs> by visiting the cats, it's not only a fun, relaxing way for you to spend some time. The cats benefit greatly by becoming more socialized and finding their forever home. Cats hate humans. <laughs> that is a lie. All food and drink purchased in the cafe side can be brought into the cat lounge. The cat lounge does have a cover fee of $10.50 on weekdays. <gasps> $15 on the weekends per person per oh, no. hour. I'm not making this what up. What the hell? $15 for an hour with these cats? <laughs> what are they going to do? Are they doing... I mean, I'm not going to be gross on this After Dark <laughs> podcast. But, like, you got to be kidding me right now. <laughs> now, the money does go to care and feeding and housing of the cats. But So, here's what I like. Here's what I like about it. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I think it's really nice that they're going to help some cats. <laughs> okay? That's good. Anything yeah. with some, uh, you know, philanthropy, I'm about. That's great. Sure. But I don't know about this fifteen or ten dollar coverage charge to hang out with these cats. It's not like they're special Seems... cats. No, and cats don't like you, so <laughs> I don't know, Maya. I and don't then know they're asking you to they're like, you can bring your food and drink in there with fifteen, I mean, twenty cats. I don't know, Maya. I think are we gonna have to do a podcast from the cat cafe and I'll just take like No, because you'll be on your wacky drugs and you'll be sick. <laughs> And then the audio will be bad because you'll be sniffling and snorting. That's true. And also I'll be incredibly paranoid. Paranoid? Why? That's what... I didn't tell you this. That's what the medication does to me. Oh, right. The me. medication. Not because of the cat. No. <laughs> like That could be a good podcast then. Maybe we would do it. Yeah. I, I once took my, my, uh, my allergy medicine four days in a row and thought I was... My crockpot chili could possibly kill everyone. I was very concerned yeah. about it. And then I thought, these aren't normal thoughts. Yeah. I'm glad you had the wherewithal to understand that those weren't normal. Well, it felt real insane. Like, I felt yeah, insane. okay. And I was worried about everything, and my heart was racing, and I was like, Tyler, I think I'm dying. And he's like, why? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't yeah. know how I put that together. It was a real Sherlock Holmes moment, but boy, how Honestly, you... this cat cafe, I've heard of these before. When I first heard about it, I think it was in like Japan and it looked really awesome because it's Japan and they do things like yes, amazingly. Yes. And I just don't know about the cat cafe in the strip mall in New Hope. <laughs> and I'm not sure about the idea of keeping the cats separate even like I don't even like that idea. I know most people would say like gross cats are on your food, but like they're making it 
they're making it so uptight. I just don't know. There's a lot of rules at the cafe. Ca- There's so cafe. many rules. There's like the the copy, the way that they wrote the copy. I don't appreciate. <laughs> I just don't. So now we no. have we're gonna have two coffee shops. One is one I can't go into because it's filled with cats, and the other one is uh, I still haven't been to. I I haven't been to Bella's. Tyler got those pastries and they never went. It's in we've the... never we've never patronized them. Well, we didn't have the coffee. That's we didn't the have thing. the coffee. It's probably not even good coffee. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, Bella's coffee shopping. Oh my god! So a, a cat cafe for me denied. For you, for me, I've seen this idea, and actually, when it came out originally, uh-huh. I think there used to be one in Minneapolis. Okay. Because I wanted to go there, believe it or not. Yeah. Because I thought it seemed like kind of a cool idea, but I don't know if they've got this. I don't know, Maya. I'm on the fence on this one. <laughs> You'll have to go there and report back. Maybe I can just go there one day on the way to your place. Now, I feel like they have to have a glass where you can see into the cat area. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. And then that's even kind of like, I don't know, dumb. Because cats, like, what are they going to do? You're not, they're... I don't know if you know this, but number one, cats don't like people. And number two, cats don't like, they're not entertaining like dogs. I know. Oh, hey. I mean, unless mine, mine likes to lay in the road. <laughs> Your cat's hilarious. Can you believe my cat just lays in the road, Maya? What is wrong with him? And then it's like, I know his days are numbered. Do I just let him? What do you think, Maya? Should Should you let your cat lay in the road? Yeah, I I don't know because I've never had a cat. Like, I, you know what I think is, you know what's gonna happen. This is why I don't want to do it. Second, I'm getting relaxed, enjoying myself. You're gonna hear ding dong at the door, <laughs> and somebody that's trying to help is gonna be like, "And oh, your cat's in the road," or they ran over your cat, and they're like, "Here's your run over cat." <laughs> they wouldn't say. I don't want to. I don't want to put someone else in the position of accidentally running over my cat. Yeah, that's bad. I mean, he. He's going to be like his days on this earth are numbered, but but I don't want someone else to do that. That would feel you would feel so bad. Yeah, it's like if I was like, no, it's fine. Don't worry. He was going to be put down anyway. They would that wouldn't make them feel better. Like they're carrying him to the door that they're having the worst feeling they've ever had in their life. They feel so much guilt and shame and they think that someone's going to berate them. And then you open the door like, ah, it's fine. Here's his days are numbered anyway. Yeah. Oh, that would be a shock to that their system. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to have to do that to someone. So, well, uh, another thing you said, dogs. Speaking of entertaining dogs, the free dog mm-hmm. hotels open. Oh, what do we have there now? Who's who's uh, who are some of the tenants? It's the frequent flyer. Mm. Sequoia's back. He is the usual suspects. Yeah. It's, okay. Well. Uh, that's good. I'm hoping one of these days I will be able to bring a free dog over there for you and watch <laughs> while I go on a trip. We love I mean, we love it. It's great. Like our dogs love dogs. And then he's particularly good at catching chipmunks. So I'm really hoping that he's going to have mm. some luck in our backyard. Nice. Yeah. Maya, what are the chipmunks doing to your house? They're Well, they're not doing anything. But every time somebody says, oh, they're going to ruin your foundation. They're going to ruin this. They're going to ruin that. And I am just like, well, I can't. What am I going to do? Catch it? Wow. And then what? How can such cute little creatures be so naughty? Well, 
ruin your foundation? I don't know. Lots like of people what, live in it. I don't know. Okay. Did they're just you know, how are we surviving with all these critters around? Like <laughs> we had like my sister ended up with a squirrel problem at her other house, but like oh I'm just like, how do we as you have a house, doesn't it sometimes seem like you're just like dodging every bullet? Yeah, I interviewed this lady or not. When they remodeled their house, I interviewed this lady and she said they found giant rats living in her plumbing. Oh. Yeah, like uh like where? A, like what part of the city? No, in Minnesota? Yes. What? Yes. No. Yes. That's disgusting. Yes. It also sounds very expensive to fix. <laughs> they were ripping shit up anyway. So they just happened to find all the rats when they were ripping shit Ugh. up. Yes. That was, probably, that was probably a fun day for that plumber. Oh, my God. That sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> so what else is going on? Um, well, Maya, I have a question for you. Yeah. Are you familiar with the fact that Kim Kardashian wore Marilyn Monroe's dress to the Met Gala this year. I do and I think it's an it's a a disgrace. So it's a no one should wear that dress, man. You know one person should wear that dress and that person is dead. So guess what? No one else should wear that dress. Well, Maya, I was going to ask you how you felt about it, but clearly you already had that ready to go. <laughs> Did you hear the follow-up that there's been some damage noted to the dress yeah because it doesn't fit kim and she was trying to get into it you know what if the dress doesn't fit don't put you it must acquit you must acquit <laughs> no you must quit trying to put it on how about this maya whose fault really is it though kim don't you think is it really kim or is this ripley's fault Oh yeah, Ripley's, for sure. Ripley's believe it or not. Ripley's, they're the ones that had the Ripley's believe it or not was all. the ones that have the dress. Why is Ripley's believe it or not allowed to have that dress? Second so of all. So I think it's Ripley's fault, if anyone. Yes. Because you know what Because the, Kim is just like, of course she's gonna want to wear that. Of course anyone is gonna want to wear that. They're the stewards of the dress. That's like having someone I mean, Ripley's believe it or not should have not have responsibility over any kind of normal artifacts. Right. They have like this amazing like tooth from yeah. you know like whatever or the it's, yeah they have like the weird stuff or like a toad that has too many heads or yeah you know what I mean? or a bearded lady <laughs> <clears throat> i mean sure but i'm just saying artifacts wise that doesn't seem to fit their brand and no one they shouldn't and, like how did we not know they were that, f- that famous infamous dress was sitting in Orlando at Ripley's Believe It or Not all these years. Oh like I God. had no idea my I probably would have gone and seen the dumb thing. Yeah. Like that's nuts. That should be in like the Smithsonian, not the Ripley's Believe It or Not. Why isn't it? You don't see Smithsonian like borrowing out Buzz Aldrin's astronaut suit for <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> you know, like this is it's that's a true story. I, so Abraham's Link, Abraham Lincoln's top hat for a fun yeah. for a fun night out. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna wear that to the Grammys. Can I borrow it? <laughs> this is the thing, though. Like, I feel when I heard about this, I was like, oh no, because I was like, this is people just hate Kim Kardashian, Amy. and now this is just 
another like and it's like not really her fault yes it is no it's not she borrowed a dress like of course she wants to wear it that's an iconic moment i just think her desire to wear it is gross like it's 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 like a wanting to co-opt somebody else's like juice you know what i mean well it also doesn't fit her so that's the thing it doesn't fit you don't it didn't fit so she had to even wear it she had to wear like that fur because it didn't it wouldn't zip in the back and guess what don't (laughs) i mean honestly yeah i had a dress once where the zipper was like kind of janky and didn't zip anymore so i just sewed that zipper shut but the dress still fit me like the zipper not working I'll give it to you. If they were like, well, the zipper had some issues. Yeah, no, it, it didn't fit. <laughs> it wouldn't even close, even come close to closing. Then don't, it's not for you. Yeah. It's also, know, she's like, I starved myself to lose 15 pounds. And I was like, and and it still didn't fit. You should have just like abandoned the pursuit. Well, yeah. And she had said earlier that if, Because they were asking her if she was going to the Met and she was, she at one point said, I don't know. I want to go, but the dress that I'm wearing, if it doesn't fit, I can't, it can't be altered. So I guess, or just not. So then the thing is that they can't restore it. They're not going to restore it. I don't, I don't know. Because a bunch of crystals fell off. Yeah, because they had counted the number of crystals that had already fallen off before she had worn it, and then yeah. afterwards they are like a bunch, and then the fabric, the fabric had that like threadbare look. Well, it's and a, I don't know even you can't how, know how you fix that. You can't because it's a special fabric from Paris at the time that was like, it's unrepairable. Well, if it's just gonna sit at Ripley's in Orlando, I think it's fine. <laughs> well, it kind of is on brand now. Like it's kind of broke down. It's perfect <laughs> for them now. <laughs> Ripley's, stop letting people wear other people's shit. That's like one person. And also, what else do you have there that we didn't know about? <laughs> it turns out they they actually have Abraham Lincoln's hat. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> what if they do? Did did the Smithsonian? I feel like the Smithsonian. Like, why isn't that in a museum? It must have been in somebody's private collection. Then they sold it That's for why. millions they sold of dollars. It. And the Smithsonian was like, we're not paying $4 million for that. Yeah, or did they even have the chance? I mean, don't they have Fonzie's jacket? Jeez, you should definitely... They have everything. They have the Archie Bunker chair. They have the slippers, ruby slippers. They have so much cool stuff there that it's just amazing. Yeah, Honestly, the... Archie Bunker's chair? Who cares? <laughs> Now that I'm thinking of it, I saw it. My dad loved that show. I guess people loved that show like nothing else. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I I think it's gross, but like people love it. So I guess it's just a cultural thing at the time. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I tried to watch it and I was like, what is this trash? And this guy's an asshole, by the way. (laughs) He's racist and it's funny. I don't know. Supposed to be funny that he's so racist. I don't know, Maya. (laughs) Not so funny to me. Also, it's just like, uh, and the voice of that lady. I was oh gonna say goodness. the voice is tough to take. But of course, there's only three Ripley's, believe it or not, locations. I thought there was one in Wisconsin Dells, but there's three, and they're all, of course, in Florida. Oh my God! What else do they have there? Are we going there? Field trip? 
I mean, it's too expensive. There's so to many fly weird anywhere. things we could do a field trip about. Have you seen how much it costs to fly anywhere? By the way, yeah, and good luck if your flight doesn't even get canceled or you sit in the airport. You sit on your airplane for three hours and then they make you get off and you don't go anywhere. <laughs> I was looking at tickets to New York and even with the companion pass, it's still $800 for a ticket. What? For the for the weekend that I wanted to go. Wow. And then if I, well, that's if I want to fly into JFK, the only reasonable option. <laughs> the, otherwise, I could fly into for half Newark. that price, LaGuardia. What about Newark, Maya? Don't you love that airport? Yeah, I could fly to Newark, but then it's a smaller plane. It's like one of those planes. It's like Southwest blah blah doing business as. Whenever there's an airplane doing business as, that's you, a little nerve wracking. You know that plane is tiny, and it, that plane's not going anywhere. It's, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. It doesn't look great when you board it. You're like, oh, this thing's seen better days. Yep. Yeah. So I don't want any of these doing business as. Stop it. Give me. Yeah. A... The flight. The situation right now with the flights is really bizarre, and like the expensiveness, and then like also the likelihood of you actually getting your flight canceled or delayed. Yeah. Like I want to know. I need to like find this data. Like, how many flights are getting delayed every day now? Well, and remember the other, like. Last year or the year before or whenever it was when you said, people are always complaining about the price of gas. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> oh, oh, are they pretending that's why it's so expensive? I don't know why it's so expensive. It's supply and demand. It's basic economics. There's a lot more demand now and the, a lot less right. supply. And so the price goes up. That's yeah, economics, exactly. Dude. It's exactly. macro. Same with gas, right? Who cares? Everybody... Just put your gas in your car and shut up. <laughs> you don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. I don't even want to hear why you think it is. If you say the words Joe Biden, I'm going to scream. I know, but there's poor people who can't afford gas. Yeah, that's true. Oh, boy. Now I feel bad. <laughs> oh, my God. That's my favorite thing that you've said all year. Just put your gas in your car and shut up about it. Because <laughs> it's everywhere. I know. I hate small talk, Maya. And this is like, so I hate small talk, Maya. And so what happens is when you have an event like this, yes, it takes over the small. It becomes. You have like four just, events. It's such low hanging fruit for small talk that I can't take it. Like how many times did that family thing did people start talking about gas? Uh, oh, maybe not at all. I don't think any. Oh, well, there you go. I mean, I'm sure it came up. I just probably tuned it out. I went, whoa, do you hear that race car? Yes, I did. Whoa, Vicksburg is a... <laughs> you know, Vicksburg Lane in Plymouth is one of the hottest places to race. Is it? Yeah, and it's it's not even funny because Maya... Is that where man... your cat's laying? <laughs> no, I wish. Maya, a man... He doesn't want to lay on that road. He wants to lay on this road to embarrass me in front of the neighbors. He's, he, If he really wanted to lay on a busy road, he can go. We have a road right behind us. No, he chooses the other one so that all the neighbors will just like be like, wow, what a crazy bitch. Look at her cat. He's just a jerk, Maya. I mean, God, I the things I did for him when I 
Wait, you were going to tell me a story. You said a man, a man. Dot, yeah, dot, this dot. is so sad, Maya. It's okay. a sad story about racing. There's I thought you were going to say racism about racing. Okay. <laughs> no, no, we're back in the 50s where we're, it's talking about racing, Maya. Mm. So basically everybody, all the youngins or whatever, they race their cars around on Vicksburg. And then there's like a circle that you can do, I guess. Uh. But Maya, a man was crossing the road with his dog. Oh, no. Yeah, and he died, and his dog died. When was this? This was, like, last spring. Somebody ran him over? Yes. Oh they God. drive so fast. Didn't you hear the race go by? Yeah, I did. Harrison's going to go investigate. Well, okay, so here's what happened. The dogs... Hold on. They did the, they had, okay, the dogs are always like, there's something, there's something, and it turns out there's nothing. Okay, Sequoia, thank you. Oh, and that dog's not used to the sounds there. Oh, hold Is on. Sequoia a boy? Yes. Okay. We're going to have to do some technical difficulties. Okay. He's a sweetheart. He's and he's a he's a sweetheart and a fierce boy. But Harrison started it to be fair. So the dogs are always like there's something and we're like yeah yeah there's nothing. So Tyler was what were you doing? Was this the fire or was this something? Oh, no. Okay. So this okay, it's so confusing because the dogs have had a very traumatic week, so I got to go back. Okay. So this is a very animal heavy episode. We're we're really well, having a theme tonight. A lot of things have happened and so Okay. Tell we, me. We came home from I don't know where we were. We pulled into our street. Amy, there was every fire truck in the western suburbs and every police car was on our street. Okay. And we look over and they're all at my neighbor's house and then my one neighbor is like she's at her car like outside of her house and she's on the phone and she looks sad. And then I was like, oh, what happened? And so we go in our house and then we're waiting for the gossip to come to us because that's what happens in a mm -hmm. neighborhood like this. It's like someone just goes and pokes their nose in it and then you find out about it because somebody comes okay. over and tells you. So our neighbor Larry poked his nose in it and then he told Tyler, our neighbor had a, a bonfire at night. She had like, you know, just like a regular like fire yep. pit fire. The next day put the old coals from or whatever from the fire in the trash in her garage well it started on fire and it like burned her <sighs> it just fucked the face off of her garage like it was on fire but this is the worst part she didn't know it was on fire and another neighbor called and was like this house my neighbor's house is on fire like she didn't even know was she in the house? I don't know. I oh Tyler, Tyler's nodding yes. He got the good. He got the hot goss. You know I what I hate, Maya? I don't talk to people. A summer tragedy. I hate it. I know she was ready to have like a great summer. She. I nothing think, worse than it. Nothing worse. Someone I, breaks their arm. Yeah. Someone, God forbid, worse like fire, like fireworks, something like. No, her life just is a really pain in the sucks. ass right now. Yeah. Insurance. And then they were out oh, there yeah. trying to like the roof is caved in, and they had to. Thank like, goodness it's just the garage, but still. Yeah, but all the fire or all the smoke and water is like that. The that part.
part of the house is in trouble. That's one of the most discouraging things about working in the trauma ICU, Maya. Yeah. Was all of these types of things. Ugh. Farm accidents. Summer tragedies. Summer tragedies. Do you remember when we drove, I think, to the Apple River? We were going to some concert or something. I know we were going to Wisconsin, and I pulled I pulled into the gas station. I pumped my gas, and then I was waiting for everybody to come out of the convenience store of the gas station to get back in the car. Okay. It was like uh, like friends. Yeah. And at that time in my life, I didn't realize, like, oh, pull away from the pump, dum-dum. Like, go park somewhere else. And a woman came up and started screaming at me. You don't remember this? Oh, I sort of do remember this now. So she started screaming at me and she called me a bitch. And she was <laughs> she's like, stupid bitch. And because like, <laughs> I didn't pull away from the pump. I was just waiting God, for you people. A lot of people don't do that. That is not, not, not. Well, cool. she's screaming and screaming. And I said, ma'am, <laughs> I do not know why you're screaming at me. And why are you calling me terrible names? I would not talk to you like that. What is going on? ma'am and she goes i'm sorry we just came from the hospital my son got his arm torn off by a farm machine and i was like what okay i'm gonna pull away from the pump now because and i was like well that doesn't have anything to do with me why are you yelling at me (laughs) and also i did not need this today like i didn't need now that (laughs) that lady Miss Maya with your emotional <laughs> bullshit. Maya is not, she is the wrong, she is the wrong girl for to feel sad for you. I'm definitely not going to feel sad for you if you call me a bitch. <laughs> exactly. That's what I mean. Like some humans would be like, oh my God, ma'am, and give her a hug and like, no, I was Maya's just like, like uh-uh. excuse me? What does that have to do with me? I go, this has nothing to do with me. Why are you? Don't take it out on me. So that and was that's a little something that you need to know about Maya. It was a summer tragedy. Exactly. Farm I took accident. care of a kid that fell in the dang thing. Oh God. Actually his arm, a deglove Maya, it was a degloving injury. You can imagine what that is. Tyler's just putting his head down and he just doesn't want to hear about this. Yeah. Just use your imagination on a degloving. Okay, there's a like a pile of towels or a robe or something behind you that keeps like blurring and then unblurring and it's so funny (laughs) it's my blankie maya oh (laughs) because it keeps blurring and unblurring it's It's like it's a little giraffe oh that's cute it's so soft the silk is so soft yeah it's cute i think it thinks it's a person or something Oh, yeah, I see it now. It's funny. <laughs> it's really weird. It just keeps, and then once in a while, it'll just be blurry again, and it'll just pop back up. Like, depending on where I go? Yeah, yeah. So, okay, anyway. I'll make sure to move that for my client meeting tomorrow. So, the dogs are going nuts because of all the emergency vehicles. And then, like, a day later, I can't remember the timeline. I came home, or I was gone, or something. Tyler texted me at work <laughs> this is what he texted me amy <laughs> you're gonna love this i just looked down and i'm like what sorry i just saw can we do chicken and corn for dinner tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> this is from tyler monday 4 31 p.m some kids just abandoned a stolen car in front of our house called what? called police they are here now crazy kids <laughs> 
Ah, Amy. So Tyler was doing. Wow. Some- yeah, this Tyler. This is an exciting neighborhood to be in right now. I want him to tell the story. Can you just come over here and tell the story? <laughs> what? I'll tell the story, but I'm going to get a lot wrong. So you're just going to have to correct me. So Tyler was in another part of the house or something, and the dogs were like, there's something, there's something. And you're like, yeah, there's nothing. And then it wasn't going away, and they were really barking. And then he came upstairs, and what did you see? Three cars parked in front of our house. One was blocking the driveway. Okay. The cars, then what happened? They were yelling at each other. They were yelling at each other, the people in the cars. Okay. So then one guy, after they're yelling at each other, got out of one car and got into another car, and the two cars sped off. And then... Leaving the one car. Abandoned in front of our house. Wow. Still running. Ooh. (laughs) You like that detail? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's when you know something's wrong when someone Uh jumps out of a car and it's Uh still running, and they run away. I have the car pictured. Can you tell us what type? Make and model and color of the car. Three sedans. One tan, one white, and one black. The black the one, one that was, was abandoned. They abandoned the the black sedan, right? I knew it. It was a Hyundai. Oh, shoot. I was picturing like a big Cutlass Sierra from the 90s or 80s. No, these were like modern cars. Oh, yeah. In my movie, in my mind, was like a little <laughs> retro. Okay. So then... When the police came, they got his description, and then he was like, well, I didn't get any of the license plates, and I'm not 100% sure about the colors of the car. (laughs) He's like, I think one was white and one was tan, and I was like, so far you've given them very little information, and he goes, I can't identify them because they had masks on. What? Well, like, regular mask. Oh. Like an N95 or something. Oh, my God. I thought they were in, like, masks, masks. I thought this was, like, a a point break type situation. (laughs) Like one's wearing a Richard Nixon. Ronald Reagan, one's Clinton, and one's Trump. Yes, the dead presidents no longer rob banks. They steal cars and crystal. So, anyway, the police were like, where did they go? Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Tyler's like, I don't know. Actually, I think they went left, no, or right. I'm not sure. They went in direction. I can't be certain. So then our neighbor came over and confirmed the colors of the car. Oh, boy. And uh, what do they do? Tow the car? Yes, he says. Wow. He said, yes, they towed it. And then what happened? So our other neighbor, not the one that confirmed it, and not Larry... (laughs) who saw the fire but another neighbor on the other (laughs) side (laughs) we get this is how the gossip goes well you do also have like a big nice long street so you got plenty of eyes yes so then the neighbor that neighbor came over and her son was at the plymouth target okay and had seen the lady cop right chasing them and arresting them the same guys one of them. What? With the cars. The Plymouth Police Department? No. She, Crystal. She crossed her jurisdiction. <laughs> Crystal police deserve a story. This is amazing. This CC- is amazing detective work. CCX TV, where are you? Seriously, this is some detective work. So you have Tyler's the witness that doesn't know anything of what happened. <laughs> 
can't help them. Doesn't give them any details. <laughs> and then you've got them going and finding these little guys at or ladies, I guess. At no, they're guys. Let's be, let's face it. Um, well, at one the of them Plymouth Target. Well, here's another note. So one of the a policeman person radioed another police person and said, "I see." The police chief? Was it the police chief, babe? I have the eyes on I have eyes on the perps. Police chief said they are going 90 down Douglas Drive. <gasps> which is like a 40. Maybe it's a 35. Uh, okay, I, I okay. Go 40. Um I didn't have time. He couldn't turn around fast enough. So they oh, knew- and Douglas Drive. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Douglas Drive, for anyone that doesn't know that's not from here, there's a police station on Douglas Drive. They went past the police station. So this is showing me that <laughs> these are just like not they need to go back to the drawing board they need to go back to youtube this is not good that's what i said i said th- these are not very smart they're not from around here number one they definitely went directly to the police station and took a left because honestly no one that's from around here first of all would even do some get out on a street like yours there's so many people on that street there's so many houses on your street and, and double side and people and not and busybodies everything it's and filled. right off of main drag yes and then you're gonna go speeding by a cop center or whatever they're called <laughs> cop center <laughs> yeah it's a police what? station this it's- is a great story yeah so it turns okay. out the dogs actually did alert us to something something actually was happening but they're so overusing it that yeah. it's not worthwhile is it's, what you're saying it's not really a great alert system for when you want to be accurate although i will say this whether or not they're alerting you yes correctly and properly yes they're at least making noise to those outside the people outside that like let's say someone came up to the house yeah and wanted to hurt you maya yes well those people outside don't know that those guys are worthless (laughs) i don't know if they're worthless like harrison did really go after that bear that one time I think I think he would do a good job, and also Gracie. Yeah, they're animals, right? Like, don't they have instincts? Yeah, they have instincts. And don't they know when their when their mom is in trouble? Yeah, and sometimes Gracie gets mad at people who aren't even doing anything. So okay. I think we got a good shot of them actually being useful. And I think with the two of them, it's like maybe if you just had Harrison or you just had Gracie, but like you got the two of them, and then if you're doing one of your free dog hotel nights. You got another one thrown in for good measure? I think you're good. Yeah. Wow. So it was a dramatic... Maya, your neighborhood is popping. Did you guys even think about going on next door? I bet there was so much action. (laughs) We were... Our neighborhood was filled with first responders. I did not go on next door. No, I didn't. I'm there. You know what I'm on next door for? To eat popcorn and watch. Maya, do you know what I think that they could do a better job of? The first responders? Oh, I thought you were going to say next door. What? No. I think the first responders could do a better job of reallocating resources once the call has been responded to. Okay. Let me tell you what I'm saying. You just mentioned that there was like a bunch of first responders and I bet there was like a whole bunch of people here. Now, yeah. on the one hand, I know there's rules about like who responds and like they have to do stuff like they have to like close the scene or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. But I'm just wondering if we can let some of these guys go and do other stuff. 
it seems that they get tied up for hours and it's kind of like, are they all really needed? Like, like, was there an ambulance there, Maya? Was there an ambulance? I think it, it was, if there were paramedics, they were part of a fire truck. Fire team. rescue. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't really need to be there either. Now we just know what's going on. We need a tow truck and we need to like interview people. We don't need 15 cops. Wait, you're getting the two things confused. Yeah. I'm saying either or. You don't need the... T- okay, yeah. The, the, I think only like one cop car came for the vehicle. Okay, well, fuck my story then. <laughs> but for the... But I do know, I do know that it seems that sometimes there's a, some wasting of resources. There was a lot for the fire and then... But I guess you could say they're also helping each other because the fire is a little bit more... An active fire is like... That's a very unknown. I agree with having, like, all the hands on deck. I don't know. I feel like the police weren't really doing that much. The police don't need to be there. The fire people do. <laughs> yeah. So my neighbor who was parked across the street, whose house it was. Um, Wait, which incident? For the fire. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So much There's is gone so on. much going on in your neighborhood on Sauce Street. Who knew a little Sauce Street was going <laughs> to turn out to be such a news source and you know how i hate talking to strangers or people i know oh yeah like i just hate you know what i would love i would love to watch you talk to the strangers because i can tell when you have your fake voice (laughs) and i would love to watch that for a few minutes then i would have my popcorn like your fake norm it's your fake normal voice yes 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 it's like i'm just a normal lady voice Uh uh-huh and it's hilarious because you're so not a normal lady. I know. And I think I used it on her. So Of course you did. I've heard you use this. <laughs> Does Tyler, do you know this voice, Tyler? He knows. He's nodding and he knows yes, it well. Yes, of course. Well, aim. What? I don't it's have a great. choice. I have to like. I know. We all have to do it, Maya. We have to pretend we're normal. We have to blend in. It's hard. So It's I went, hard out here for a pimp. I went out over there and it was like her and then our her other neighbor or the, the one next door. Um, and then maybe her dad. It was like an older man. So I was like, that stuff. He's got dad vibes, dad energy. Okay. So I said to her, because she had been out there a long time. I said, hey, do you do you guys need anything? Like, Do you need a water? Yeah, that's um, so you. <laughs> It's like maybe a glass of wine. That's so funny. I don't know. All I can offer is amenities. And I, <laughs> I go. Also, you could, if you wanted to. Here's the you, thing about Maya. Maya is so was so sweet. She's like one of the sweetest people in the whole world. And she would also do anything for anyone. Like if that lady was like, "Yeah, I need to stay at your house," Maya would have been like, "Sure, that's fine." Yeah, I'd be like, "Guest room is open." So, but also, like, your emotions. You don't like to do emotions. <laughs> and so it, it's just kind of a funny combo. I, You know what else I have trouble with is, like, tell, <laughs> like giving people praise in a work situation. Oh, God. It, I love it. What do you do? So, well, I, I have, like, a weird, it's, like, an uncomfortable voice. <laughs> and it seems insincere. And I'm, like, I actually am sincere about this. Like, I do. I really appreciate that. But it's so uncomfortable, and I just want to be like, I love this. God, this is awful. I never thought of that. I never thought of the professional situations that would come out in. No, because you know what my power is? Telling people when stuff is wrong. Like, that's my power. And so I try to, like, actually (laughs) praise people when they're, like, helpful and doing doing a good job and, like, 
being that's amazing. The thing, though, because you are nice. That's why it's funny. I know, but I'm better at telling people when they're not doing stuff right. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, not good at that. So yeah, I could use some help there. I'm like, no, that's wrong. No. Oh man, I'm so that's so hard for me. I'm so jealous. But I feel guilty about it because I do feel you like- also, Maya. Do you have a hard time? Do you have an easy time saying no? Um, setting I, boundaries. You know what? I used to not, and then I decided that I needed to work on that, so that I, I have I do it a lot more now, and I'm like conscious of it. And also, I'm doing it more. Like I, there's a lot of things I don't want to do. And also, guess what, everybody? You don't have to make up an elaborate story. You can just say no, thank you. And I if, know. And if someone's like, why? Then no is a full sentence. No is a full sentence, dude. Like you don't That's have so to- hard. Oh. Maya, how many exclamation points on average do you put in your work emails a week? Uh, hardly any. I Damn. only do it when it's a real. If I read an email and I'm like, oh man, I sound like a robot, I'll just be like, thanks exclamation point, and then I'll throw someone like one, especially oh, if damn. I don't like them. Oh my god, someone Maya, is farting you- in here. One of these dogs is farting and it is disgusting. <laughs> this has been a whole animal show. Oh my god. An animal sensory overload Ooh. for everyone. So <laughs> my god. So Well, I throw in a lot of exclamation points. But why? Um, it's like there's like so many memes and I so relate. It's like it's like it feels more comfortable because you don't want to be like direct or rude. So you throw in an exclamation point so that you seem like light and airy and like it's a woman. It's a girl. It's a woman thing. And it's a it sucks. But I do it. I'm working on it, though. I'm working on it. I'm reducing them. I. I'm also the like, no, you know, no problem if you can't like that kind of stuff. And then like just I got rid of just I made a lot of changes. You got to get a lot of changes. You I also, still have to go in sometimes and get rid of a just or two. You got to get rid of all the justs. Yeah. So Tyler doesn't even know. He's like, doesn't have to send work emails on a regular basis. So he has no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. There's we're a talking thi- about corporate culture. <laughs> Babe, there's a and thing. I'll, yeah. I'll give you an example, Tyler. So like an example of an email. Let's say someone hasn't given me approval on something uh, that I needed approval on. And I told them like three days ago and I reminded them. And then you write back and you're like, um, ju- I'm just checking in to see if you've had a chance to look at those <laughs> proofs yet. Let me know. Thanks. Exclamation point. Yeah. No, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, what's wrong with that? It- so you would cut out the just and you would say um, something like, as a reminder, I need these approvals by the end of the day. Um, as I requested like three days ago, something like that more direct. Just is like you're like, hey, just uh, checking in. Yeah, like it minimizes you. And yeah. and it minimizes your request. It makes your request seem like a kind of optional Like thing. you're not bothering someone to do their job. Right. So listen to me. I'm using my power at work voice. Maya, I am um, <laughs> a corporate toddler. <laughs> and you are a corporate like senior like you're a senior citizen well amy i had to this week i had to keep like my mantra for like the last couple years has been the universe will send you teachers in many forms oh and i does it ever i'm learning a lot of lessons and i i have to say thank you 
for teaching yeah. me these lessons. And it it's lessons in the form of people who have who who are teaching me lessons in a unique way. Anyway. Yep. But it yep. is good for me. Like I have Oh, it to, is good for you. It's I'm not sarcastically being grateful because like I have done some things where I like I used to hate confrontation. I didn't like it. I would get anxious. Yeah, I would avoid it. it. I would and now I just like, okay, I'm gonna have this phone call. I have to have this uncomfortable conversation. I might have to be the bad guy, but that's fine. It's okay. Because guess what? I I got out of my car last week and I had to have an uncomfortable conversation. And so I got to work in the morning. My call was at ten. And I threw open my car door and I yelled, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> And then I just went right in. Sometimes you just oh my get God. <laughs> That's the best. Maya. And then guess what? I did that hard call and I did a good job. And I was like, uh-huh. here's why this is important. Here's why I disagree. Here's uh-huh. why I need this thing. Here's why we uh-huh. need to do this. I know you got to trust me. I know what I'm talking about. And it worked and it was fine. The old me would just be like, hey, so-and-so, can you be on this call with me? Because I don't feel, I don't, I just like, it's making me, like, I can't, I just can't do it, you know? And then yeah. I make someone else do the hard work. And it's like, yep. and I really wanted to, like, before that call, I wanted to say, hey, so-and-so, can you just sit in this call? And I was like, nope, not going to yep. do that. I'm going to do it by myself. Yep. And I'm just going to be direct. And it's, yep. it's uncomfortable, but I'm just yep. going to sit in it. And it's, I mean. And it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I'm kind of learning a lot of stuff now because my, I just switched over to the client side. Mm -hmm. So I'm still on the other side too, but like I haven't had, I haven't been client facing thus far in my position Mm. and now I am. And so it just so happened also last week, as you know, was like a really just a crazy week for me and also work has just been nuts. And so like, it's actually amazing timing because I'm like, what I'm trying to do is like, because I'm coming in on these accounts new and they're kind of new accounts. It's kind of like a really perfect situation that I'm going to be setting these boundaries. And like, Mm -hmm. I want them to understand that like, I am smart. I work hard, Mm -hmm. but I also value boundaries and I'm going to like, I'm going to kind of like, set that energy in the beginning because it's like I'm watching other people in my the role I'm in right now and I'm seeing how they are working Mm -hmm. until midnight every night and like no and they're like and I can't the thing is I can't do that and the thing is also like I'm kind of like hey hey hi I'm 45 like I've learned a few things I'm not doing that yeah and that also though by the way and though I'm still like kick ass at this job. And in fact, you'll respect me more because mm-hmm. I'm able to do my job, set a boundary, continue to like fulfill my spirit, what I need to do to yeah. keep myself excited about this job in the first place. So it's just been a really interesting um, it's I'm, I'm on this like growth. And you know how in your career you go through like periods where mm-hmm. sometimes you're on cruise control and it's just like and then you start like having these like learning curves when you're that's where I'm at right now. So it's like, whew, Maya. <laughs> Trying to be a grown up over here. It's not easy. Yeah. The first half of the year was like a hellscape. And I was just like, there were just, it was just a lot of work. 
Yep. And then now I've like made it over the hump and and there are those times where like emergencies do happen like oh of course. the guy yes. that's supposed to do these events got covid and can't come here from another country and so you have to like cancel all the events and then reschedule and then redo all this right like that sometimes your sunday takes a shit yep and that's exactly fine. but i'm not gonna and i'm not opposed to that i'm just not <clears throat> i'm just not interested in setting up some really ridiculous standard there's a difference then and it's but a, also yeah. my company by the way is never gonna stop throwing work at me if i'm if i'm willing to work until midnight every single night yeah. and that's just like how i like to live my company is not going to worry about that. They're going to love it. And I just don't want to get caught in that spiral, you know? Yeah, this industry is so interesting the way they're like, you have to work until midnight every night and you're like doing crazy hours and you look like shit and you, it's just, it's not good. And it's, it's, it is it's sort such of a like thing this, in our industry. It but, really is. And, and people are like proud of it. And I'm like, you shouldn't be proud of that. Like it's not and the thing is also that the thing. So people that don't know advertising as well is like you have the agency side of our business and then you have the corporate side of our business. So it's like this. Are you the client or are you the whatever? Are you on the other side? And the thing the difference is that if you work at an agency like I do, like Maya does, that means you have all kinds of different. You're working with all kinds of different accounts. You're also working on new business stuff. You're trying to continue to grow your business, all the stuff. And the workload, it's known to be, and people call it churn and burn. Like these agencies are known to be like people work in the agency. And then at a certain point, they go to the corporate side because the corporate side, right? You're working in a department that's a marketing or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you have, you're just focused on the one thing. And the time, the, the pace is like, a turtle compared to what what we do <laughs> and like at a certain point like my friend she just went over to the agency side or the client side because she's pregnant now and she's been in the industry for you know a decade and like she's ready for that slower pace and the thing about me is like i'm not i'm i like the agency world and i'm not interested in going to like the corporate side but also though that's where this comes in, where I have to like figure out can I handle the work pace and the load. I'm sorry, the the blanket popped up again. <laughs> it's so funny. It's just like a My little aunt. worm, buddy. Can I just tell you one more thing too that um, was really interesting to me is on that email tip. Yeah. I had so I had a male coworker once suggest that I should say he was like. You know, when you write that email, just say, you know, I might be wrong, but, and I said, nah, I, for one, I know I'm not wrong. I'm a hundred percent right. That's another, such a common one. Two, as a woman, you can say, I might be wrong, but because you're a man, as a woman, I cannot say I might be wrong. Also, I'm not. I'll just, what I'm going to say is, hey, I saw this thing. It's not right. Here's the right thing. Can I help you write this? You know, can I help you rectify here? Yes. I will help you, but it is wrong. And I am definitely not going to say. Yeah, it might be wrong. I I might be mistaken. I might be mistaken. No, nah. Uh -uh. Wow. Okay. So here's an article I just pulled up as Maya was talking. It's on Vice. Those days are over for me. 
the title of it is the problem with telling women to email like men. So this should be interesting. <laughs> um, someone said, so he says, you've probably heard by now that you're doing email wrong. You're too friendly in your emails. You should write more confidently. You need to be professional women. So the stereotype goes email differently than men or two men We're more personable and less persuasive. We apologize more qualifying statements with, I think I feel, and then, so-called permission words like just mm-hmm. and then damn ads maya who puts these ads on the internet <laughs> i do <laughs> i do too <laughs> <laughs> um in their digital communications blah 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 making the humble exclamation point somewhat emblematic of gender differences in email styles i can't remember the last time i've sent an email without one This, we are told, is bad. It makes us look soft or amateurish. It stops people from taking us seriously. One common piece of advice I've read, stop emailing like a woman. Cut friendly tone, banish the exclamation points, and don't you dare think about slipping in an emoji. (laughs) Email like a man. So Um, I do a lot of all business emails, but if I read it and it just sounds like too hard. Yeah. I'll put, you know, I don't care for feelings or I know I'll put an opener into I because I've had ones where you're just needing the information. And then I've been like, OK, and, and I'll be like, what can I say? That's nice. And I'm like, hope you're enjoying the sun today. <laughs> and <laughs> hope, then I dive in. Hope you're having a great start to your week. Anywho. Anyway, I need, I need let's X, get the business. I need X, Y and Z. So I will throw that in there only to make myself seem like a human. It's not really about the other person. I just sometimes I read stuff and I'm like, this just sounds so hard. And it sounds like not a human wrote this. And also it's just all business. And you know what? I'd prefer. I wish everybody was all business. Like I, I just would love. I know at work. I'm I want to like, be Lord business. Yep. I agree, Maya. Well, that's been business talk. Uh, and I have been doing career business, career lady talk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did we talk about an improved denied last time? The USA soccer? No. Okay. Do you want to do some improved denied? Yeah, I would love to, Maya. I love approved denied. It's my favorite segment. It's mine, too. Uh, I'm going to say, oh, can we talk about one more thing before we do that? Of course. We went we went to the danger zone last weekend. <gasps> Have you been to the danger oh, zone? Yeah, no, but I can't wait to hear. I want to go this weekend. I, I can't, took I'm highway, dying. I took the highway right into the danger zone. And? Uh, it's everything you want it to be. It's a great <gasps> movie. Yes. It's a perfect summer movie. I don't even like ah! Tom Cruise, and I thought it was awesome. We had fun. Afterwards, Did you say Tyler, you like Tom Cruise? I don't like Tom Cruise. Oh. But I like this movie, and I was like, Damn you, Tom Cruise, for making you me like this character. For He's an me... iconic movie star. No one can argue. Well, I don't know if I like Tom Cruise, but I definitely like Maverick. He's a movie star, though. That's the thing about him is he's a true movie star. He's one of the last remaining. He's a weirdo. He's a freak. But guess what? He is somehow manages to still do an old school press junket. Yeah. How? No, How? It was, it was great. And uh, I can't wait. I really liked it. And the, whoever wrote this, kudos to them because the pace, even though it's a two hour movie, that thing clips. It just was rocking and rolling. And you know I what? I cannot wait. I'm going this weekend. It was everything you wanted it to be. I'm so excited. The only reason I didn't go sooner was because I was a little busy, as you know. Yes. Amy, you're. I think you're going to enjoy it. One, I'm going to love it. One thing, though. 
What? Our beloved Bechdel test. Oh, no. It definitely fails. Okay. There's one woman in the movie. Oh, my God. Actually, there's three women in the movie. One is a mother and daughter. Technically, I think if you count a woman asking her daughter what she wants for dinner as passing the Bechdel test, there's one line that does make the whole movie pass the Bechdel test. But there... No women characters talk to each other about anything that's not related to the male character. There's one female pilot. She doesn't talk to any other women. Oh, (laughs) jeez. But are there love interests? Yes. Okay. But I know that doesn't pass the Bechdel test, but I'm just saying I can't handle. So so where I can make an exception, Maya, I hate it when you watch a movie. Uh Uh-huh. There's a lot of these movies out there, Maya, where there's literally like two women in the whole movie. Uh-huh. And that's it. At least if there's a lot of love interests or whatever, there's need- a little bit. I need women in a movie. I need to I need to be like rep- I need to. Like- I think what you're saying is you and en- you enjoy Thelma and Louise, which is just two women in a movie. Sure. Yes. But if there's just two women in a movie filled with men that don't. And it's co- a million men <laughs> like. It's this too. It's the. It seems like these big movies too. Yeah. Where it's like, I don't know. Is where it it's so many men, like gangster movies. Example. I love a gangster movie, but like, there's usually so many men, like so, 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 so many. Yeah. And I'm like, where are the women? There's like, I don't know. I just need some female energy. What can I say? <laughs> so. So. I so t- if there's like hot, sexy love affairs in this movie, it's PG. I'm good with that. I. So it's. It's one of those ones yeah, where but PG-13 in 2022, isn't that like blowjobs? No, no, no. <laughs> Aim, I think you're going to be. I can't believe you didn't even like respond to that. You're so used to me. I know. <laughs> you don't even, you didn't even like make a I'm like, no, that's a real question coming from you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking to see if it is rated what it is. Rated. You, can you share the actors besides I know Miles Teller and Tom Cruise. Are there any other actors that I know that are in this? Okay, you don't know him, but Bill Pullman's son is in it and he looks exactly like Bill Pullman. Okay. It's super funny. Um what girls are in it? It is PG thirteen. It's one of those ones where they go in to kiss each other and then they just wake up and or they just like cut to oh, them talking. Geez. Just having like pillow talk and being like, Oh no you, oh no you. It's real Oh, come on. It's sad. It's killing me. And then barely, like, there's not. I mean, I think he kisses. I think he kisses. He's like, okay. No. (laughs) He's just like, oh, okay. No, 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 no. So come on. (laughs) This is like, these guys are flying around planes all day, every day, (laughs) and they're not all jacked up on testosterone. You you can't tell me that. (laughs) At the end of the day, they need some, like, Alone time. Um, well, they are in a bar hallway with their girlfriend. <laughs> their bar hallway. Uh, Jennifer Connelly is in it. Oh, okay. Ed Harris is in it briefly. Oh, oh what? He's a few minutes. Don't get to it. Maya, he's my favorite. I know. He's great. He's amazing. He's not in it. Maya, anything. Jennifer Connelly? Yeah. Who is she? Well, she have black hair? Yes. What is she playing? What do you think? The mom, the grandma. 
okay, Jennifer Collins. It's Hollywood, my Looks pretty good for her age. No, the love interest is age appropriate, which I know is shocking. Wait, so that's Tom Cruise's love interest? Yes. John Hamm is in it. Hamaconda. Hamaconda. Oh my god. Tyler's Take a look. Do some internet Googling. You'll know what I mean. I am not Googling that. <laughs> um, and then... Um, wait a second. Yeah. There's got to be more than that. What do you mean? Like, who else? There's got to be another girl. Isn't there a young girl love interest? No. For Miles Teller? What? No. Are you kidding me? No, he's in the elite Navy pilot. I don't care. School. So was Tom Cruise in the first one, and he was banging Kelly McGillis. Taking her breath away, Maya. <laughs> and remember Goose and Meg Ryan? Nope, there's no love interest. That was like what was really... That was good about the first one. Goose and Meg Ryan, cutest couple. Yeah, she... Oh, I can't ruin it for you. She, so is she mentioned in this movie? Yeah, she's not in it. Yeah, I know. And neither... Kelly McGillis had some shade to throw. She was like, no, I'm, they're like, oh, are you in the remake? She's like, of course not. I'm way too old. No one would ask me. <laughs> she was right. No one asked her because she's way too old. Yeah, I think she has a, a restaurant in the Keys and she makes like amazing key lamb pie. Delicious. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of other people in it. Okay, well, I can't wait, Maya. I'm so excited. I love that this every, so the greatest thing about this right now for me, which is making me even more excited yeah, I always get a sense. I have a spidey sense. I know when I'm going to love a movie. Yeah. I just know it. Yeah. And I knew I was going to love this movie when I even just heard they were going to do a remake. Now, are you going to complain about too much shooting? Remember when you got mm. upset? It's now it's shooting out of jets, but. No, because it's like with I like jets. <laughs> <laughs> I like pilot. I like fighter pilot stuff, Maya. And I love like military fighter pilot pilot. Fighter pilots. <laughs> so I'm all board, aboard on this one, on this mission, so to speak. I'm going to say it's approved. We'll see when you see it, but it sounds like it's approved for you. I can't wait. Okay, approved denied. Amy. Yeah. Monkey pox. Yep. Approved. Approved. Your <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why is this a thing? Did we already monkey talk pox? about Did we already talk about monkey pox? Maya, I haven't even like done any research on monkeypox so here's the thing a while ago i don't i can't remember there was a monkeypox outbreak in the u.s and it was because of they're not groundhogs what are the ones that do this they're like this like oh yeah the meerkats american meerkats what are those called prairie dogs prairie dogs were spreading monkeypox that just sounds like little bastards they're so cute (laughs) like so, but what's the issue here? Have you seen it? No. What do you mean the issue? It looks horrifying. So, okay, but who, where are we at with this? What's, I need to know the status of like, where is it happening? How many people are infected? What are our risk factors? Honestly, okay. I, I don't know anybody that's I'm on it. the CDC website. Okay. Let's see. I'm not on the CDC. I should say I'm on some news <laughs> thing of the CDC. <laughs> Um, many recent monkeypox patients develop rashes in the mouth or around the genitals or anus. Oh, great. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Sounds so great. It's one in of the those. summer. Oh, wow. 
How fun. How fun to have an outbreak of a rash in your mouth and your genitals and your anus in the summer. Happy summer. Have you seen it too? It's not. It's it's a real. Like pustules, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Oh, okay. U.S. has reported 72 cases of monkeypox. Oh, that's across it? 18 states in that's the last it? month. Okay. Making it the country's largest monkeypox outbreak ever. Well, we're fine. Okay. We're okay. Fine. Okay, news people. So 72 people have gotten it. Now you're calling it the largest monkeypox outbreak ever, which it is, but it's still only 70 people <laughs> in 19, 18 states. Is our state one of them? Tyler's nodding um, yes. Oh, great. <laughs> Let's see. Now you're just making me think of a summer <laughs> anus rash, and I don't want that. Can you even imagine? <laughs> Like I can't ride my bike with a with a <laughs> monkey pustule pox. pustule monkeypox rash in my genitals and anus. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna be my hands. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> okay. Okay. Basically, you start out with a fever, swollen lymph nodes, headaches, and muscle aches. Okay, so like every, every other day. illness. Great. Every day for me. so that's either like called monday or any other illness there is and then a rash starts on your face or your mouth and spreads to other parts of your body yeah we got (laughs) yeah we got the headline you don't need to tell us that now okay oh boy some are having oh god (laughs) what a terrible situation Honestly, feeling really bad for those people. Thoughts and prayers to the monkeypox victims. I feel so sad for them. <laughs> I'm so sorry for them. That sounds. Try awful. doing anything with those problems, with those ra- with those pustules. No, anywhere. I would be like, you guys. Guess what? I'm not gonna work for. So like you a can't month. eat or drink. Oh my god. Oh my. You god. can't pee or poop or walk <laughs> or do anything. <laughs> Someone is going to tell you to go soak and drift any minute. Drift. <laughs> oh, my God. I think we should just end with that because anything after that is going to be anticlimactic. Yeah. You really brought the house down with the monkey pox, Maya. Thanks. I knew. Well, let's be honest. I knew you would have a great take on it. So. <laughs> oh, you entertained And do you me. realize, Maya, how did you set this up? All you said was monkey pox that's it Maya you didn't even say anything else no yes that is a true story I went on yes that was it all you said was monkey pox Uh uh-huh and you gave me like a look like go (laughs) off bitch (laughs) is that what that look means it was it was like monkey pox Amy (laughs) monkey pox are you coming to tennis on Saturday or what Yes, I can't wait, Maya. Oh my I'm going to smash balls all over that place. I have so much to tell you. Well, what did I we learn this wait. week? Oh, boy. <laughs> besides monkeypox in your anus. Well, your besides monkeypox in your genitals and anus and mouth will ruin your summer. <laughs> we learned that right away for sure. But we also learned that don't try to commit a crime on Maya's street. And if you are going to commit a crime on Maya's busy street, don't drive right past the dumb police station after. Come on, guys. Do better. True story. I love this. High five. High five. High five. Time for 
chicken tacos. Okay, good job. Goodbye. Okay, bye. <laughs>